Hello and welcome to another ME7 podcast special episode. As you can see, the man in the picture, the guy that fired us to that Wembley winner in 2009 against Rosebury Town. And in fact, I think Owen would probably agree, one of my favourite ever strikers in certainly watching Gillingham. Um, we are joined today by Simeon Jackson. Simeon, how are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. How are y'all doing? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Owen, Owen, what a great guest to have on. No, it's one with uh, everyone's been looking for for a while. Now it's good to finally get into it, get stuck in. Okay, right. So let's go all the way back to 2008 then. Simeon, you arrived from Russian Diamonds. Yeah. Um, yeah, just go back to 2008. How did the how did the move come about to Jules? <sighs> wow, wow. 2008. Um, yeah, kind of, kind of long while ago now. But um, yeah, I was at, I was at Rushton. And um, I was doing well, doing well at the time. I was I was on a run that season, um, scoring, playing well. It was, I think, my my first kind of full season in in um, in men's football. Before that, I was coming in through the youth team and um, in and around the first team, making some appearances. But that was my first kind of full fledged season. And um, yeah, just got into a routine. Was doing well. And then, um, yeah, January came around and there was some interest um, from, from quite a few League One teams, which, which I was aware of. Um, and I was just kind of waiting to see which one it would be, really. I think it, it didn't happen on, until deadline day, which was just nerve-wracking throughout the whole month. Just every day going into training, thinking, oh, like, is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? Um, and then, yeah, finally on, on deadline day, yeah, it, it came off. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So obviously that it was a bit, bit, bit of a weird one, wasn't it? Was that you were coming into um, a change room that it was, it was a new manager in Mark Stimson. We were in League One. We were in a relegation battle. It things weren't kind of almost when you when you do move to a new club. Some it's mostly fresh start, new start. But you were coming in midway through the season, trying to keep the club up almost. Yeah. How was that? How was that for you? Yeah, it was, um, <clears throat> it was a mix of both, really, uh, because I was just excited from getting a move at a, 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 a big club, you know, from from playing in the conference to, to playing in League One. Um, and then, you know, you, you're excited about your move and, and everything that comes with that. But then you get in and it's like, right, we're in a relegation scrap. And it's like, yeah, shit, you know, I have to, uh, you know, kind of adjust to that really quickly and, um, you know, kind of perform and produce. And I think, it was quite helpful because there was players there that were, you know, kind of that come from, from non-league as well that, you know, um, Stimard brought in. Um, but there was a, a, a big divide almost that was happening. You know, you had players that um, were there previous to, to Stimo and um, were kind of, you know, I guess Stimo were trying to get rid of him and then, you know, trying to build his own team. So there was, there was a lot of dynamics in there for sure. So, I mean, I just wanted to ask, on the basis of, you know, you said there was interest there before you came to Shillingham. What, what was it about the club? How did, how did Stim as manager sell it to you? Um, to be honest, I didn't, I, um, I didn't speak to Stim until on the day. Um, I knew there was the, the bid, I think the bid had come in earlier in the week. And I know, you know, there was a bit, our chairman was just kind of being a nightmare with it. And he was like, you know, just you know, waiting for the right money, da, 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 da. and I was like, 
I just wanted it to happen. Um, and then it, it wasn't until on that day when I kind of sat down with him, I was like, kind of heard what he wanted to do and, and you know, how he was building the team. And I was like, right, yeah, like this is, this felt the right one. I think, but for me, it was, it was, it was a no brainer because I, I just wanted to play at the highest level I could. And I knew about Gillingham because I, I came on trial to Gillingham when I was 14. Um, and I, I, I signed for the club. I was, I was a schoolboy, um, and I didn't get a scholar. I got released. So I knew everything about the club. I knew what it was about. Um, and for me, it was kind of, it was actually the first thing I said to Scally when I signed, actually, I was like, you could have me for free. And now you had to pay 150 grand for me. So that was, <laughs> um, that was kind of a, a, a moment for me. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I just, cause coming from Canada and stuff and, and, going to preschool for the first time I mean like I remember going to the club shop for the first time and I bought a Gillingham tie and I, I bought like loads of memorabilia and stuff and that was always kind of around me so to 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 get a move um to me it was like back to them really I was like right now I want to prove why you know why, why I belong here kind of thing wow okay yeah so obviously we ended up getting relegated that season um mm-hmm. it went down to the final day at Leeds I'm pretty sure you scored right you scored it yeah 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 and how 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 was that that final that final day? Because it was almost you mentioned the the, the divide in the squad, and it was probably well we don't, we want to keep the club up here, but we also know that if we go down, it's going to be a fresh start for us all, and we're not mm. going to be in the sort of situation that we're in. Mm. Yeah, no, we we didn't think about that as a I didn't think about that. Um, I was in the you know kind of trying to be in that place mentally, like right, we're staying up doing everything we can to stay up. Um, and then, you know, going into the last, the last game, you know, we, there, there was, there was a chance. And then, you know, I guess, obviously, you know, we lost and Leeds were, were flying um, and results didn't go our way. And it was like, well, um, it, it was, it was really kind of a shock really. Um, I remember actually just at the end of the whistle, I remember just kind of dropping to the floor and just thinking like, just devastated. And um, and Bradley Johnson came and picked me up straight away, and was like, he was like, nah, nah, he's like, don't don't sit with it. And um, that was like a big moment for me with him. And funny enough, we ended up going on and and playing with each other at Norwich. But that moment of like him kind of reminded me that look, in, personally, it was it was still a, a massive step up, and you know, I'm still going to be in League Two next next season, and you know, there's still I'm still young and 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 all that stuff. But to um, yeah, you know, relegation is always horrible. So it was hard to kind of in that moment still, you know, feel 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 the stress of it and, and the sadness, but then think, right, no, I need to snap out of it straight away and, and build to try and get promoted next year. I think that's that's the biggest thing when you get relegated sometimes is trying to flick that switch straight away and be like, right, you know, this is the focus for, for next year and, and starting to work towards that straight away. It must have been a bit of a weird experience as well for someone who's just coming up from from non-league because you have that disappointment feeling of being relegated, but then you look at it and you're thinking, I've gone from playing non-league to playing. I think that was the record attendance of League One for a little while, that game between Leeds yeah. and us. And that was a Leeds team that was like very well known for the players. I think that was a team that had Johnny Housens, Bradley Johnsons, Luciano Becchio, Beckford, etc. etc. Premier League now, of course, just about. But mm-hmm. it must be one of them where you're being relegated in that moment, we just look around where you're playing and think, well, it's disappointing what's happened today, but I'm definitely on the right path. And obviously, 
no one wants to be in League Two. Obviously, it's a big reality for us now as well. But you have been thinking, well, I've gone up to League Two and I've shown I can score goals this division. So going down into League Two, like you say, is another big chance for you to, to carry on, obviously, having that experience in the upper league as well, put you in a great stead. 100%, 100%. And that's what it was. And I think, as I said, you know, I mentioned that moment with, with Jono and, and, and like you said, you know, those kind of players that, that you were playing against and at that level, it just gave you that taste of thinking like, no, I've done that. And I know I can get back to that. And I think we had um, individual meetings kind of, you know, end of season meetings and, and mine with, with Simo was like, look, you know, just focus on, on, you know, being top goal scorer next season and, and, and firing us back, back up. And yeah, it was, it was still uh, that summer was like, uh, like I'm saying, you know, bittersweet, but, but there was a refo- a real focus on, um, and making sure we do well in, in, in League Two as a as a club that's come down because then that's that extra pressure of, you know, we're, we we want to prove we don't belong in this league and we want to be up. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you come back for pre-season then. Um, was that the chat that Mark Stimson had in the summer? Was that let's let's get out of this, let's get back out of this straight away, or was it kind of let's just see how we go? What what was the chat with the gaffer in the summer? Yeah, I think it was <clears throat> it was kind of because we knew we had the players that had played at that level, um, you know, we knew we were going to be kind of one of the, the, the stronger ones, the favourites, even though we went through that transition. Um, but it was more about kind of now building a team that we knew could, could get um, guys promoted. And I think we kind of gelled from, from the back end of the previous season and are now going into a new season. And um, yeah, we just, we just kind of, I think, especially when you go through a relegation and you kind of, share that with with a group everyone's hungry you know and then you know the the, the additions that we did bring in um you know we're, we're in that kind of direction as well and yeah you know it, it was I love playing in that team because it was like it was kind of structured around like my strengths so yeah. you know and it was crazy how you know since then I've maybe had that once or twice really since then in my whole career it was like that team was like you know with our wingers with our target men like everything was just set up for me to, to, to go and score goals. So it was, yeah, it was did you really feel like that year that the team, like you you were almost the go-to man, that, that everything kind of went through you and the, the team structurally was built through you to play to to, to your strengths? Well, I've, yeah, I felt that way. I felt that way from, from when I first came in. I think it was just, you know, Simo kind of feeding that confidence in me and just saying, look, like, you know, you're, you're our main man kind of thing. Like, you know, just, just go out and do what you do. Um and then, you know, when I look at kind of how, how we played and the emphasis on, honestly, Dennis Ali and, 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 um, and Bartram. Like, yeah, it was just like, they were my juice. Like, I could just, I just love being able to know it was going out wide and definitely across was coming in. Um, and then, you know, kind of having that strength at the back with, with Gary Richards and, you know, we, we had a, an amazing spine, you know, with Kingy as well. Like it, it was, it was a really, really good team. Like, um, yeah. and yeah, you know, not having that in league two was, was brilliant. Yeah. There was, there was plenty of standout moments that year, certainly for yourself. I think, I think one that stands out kind of halfway through that season was obviously the Aston Villa game live on ITV. Um, yeah. And I, I think that was for you really, you, you kind of put your name on the map and I've arrived. Um, and I still remember that, that, that turn taking it down on the chest in the center half and smashing it into the rain. Um, yeah. How, how talk us through that day. That was, that was a special day for the football club, even though we, 
we went and lost. It was it was still a special day, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was just teed up, you know, in all the right ways. You know, it was live on telly. Um, there was a bit of we weren't sure kind of going into it because we uh, even though we were at home, that was the first game we um, we stayed away together in a hotel, even though it was a home game. And um, yeah. there was just, just that build up and excitement around it. Um, but looking back at it, that was brilliant because it kind of gave us that um, that kind of pressure game, you know, as leading up to, to, to the playoffs in the back end of the season. So that was kind of like a great, you know, kind of um, starting point um, for us. And yeah, I just remember thinking just great opportunity to, to play against, you know, Premier League side. Um, I think we played against we played against Blackburn before that. I want to say, um, yeah, in the, the cup, yeah, it was, in yeah, the yeah, in the league cup, wasn't it? Was it? Just, yeah, yeah so it was just having those kind of games. Saying, you know, you know we, we played against these guys before, you know, Premier League players before. We we know what that's like, and we're in the FA Cup, so let's go and give it a good show. And for me, it was just about scoring, and um, yeah, kind of managed to do that. And uh, yeah, it was a good, good starting point. As you say, even though we lost, it was we did come out of that with with, with a lot of confidence I think individually yeah, we, last year we spoke to Stuart Lewis about that game and he was having a joke about how he got forced to play right back against Ashley Young <laughs> I, I yeah. when you were in the Premier League you had a moment to speak to Ashley Young about that dive he made in the second half <laughs> yeah you know the craziest thing was I think um, yeah we uh, I've, yeah, I've, I've come across and, and you know Ashley from, from since that time and it was like yeah, I think we, we had a little chat about that um, because, yeah, that was didn't really do us any favours, really. But I, I just remember learning from that game how, um, and it helped me because, you know, then going on to, to play in the Premier League was just how they, nothing affected them. Like, just watching them play and just, you know, seeing how they handled the occasion, they were just like, nothing kind of, you know, Ashley Young didn't, I think Stuart actually had a worldie that game and he didn't allow him to have a kick until that point in the game so you know in injury time or whenever the pen was so um yeah I, I learned a lot personally from that game and a lot of players did and you know we'll probably look back at that as, as a big game in their career yeah, yeah definitely incredible experience when you look at two players in particular Gareth Barry I think has one of if not the most Premier League appearance history James Builder could become a seven-time Champions League winner at the weekend but from from one positive game that season to a very um well, to be honest, one you can look at now and um, kind of laugh about it, the 7 0 against Shrews, because it's almost in poetry in terms of how the season actually ended up in a, a going and playing again. What, what's, what's the mindset as a player coming off the pitch after a result like that? Obviously, we all know in hindsight it ended all right in the end, but it must have been a honestly that horrible that, that game was that game was a blur. Like, you, you, it's honestly football, sometimes you just can't put your finger on like what went wrong. It was just a day of madness. And yeah, you look back and laugh at it now, but at the time you're like, what the f- like what's going on here? And then, you know, you kind of have, we did have a, <laughs> funny enough too, so we had a meeting about it. And um, while we were watching the, the goals, because I think we, we ended up watching all the goals back. And it was literally just like, you could hear a pin drop in the place. And like, everyone's just like quiet thinking, oh shit, like, People getting picked out, and um, I mean it's it's a bit different now in dressing rooms. But at the time, like you're kind of waiting for someone to pipe up and be like, you know, what were you doing or, or, or what's going on there, kind of thing. And there was no there was no volume on the on the clips. And um, <laughs> I remember uh, Diesel Dennis Ali was like, there was one corner that came in, and you just see him like hands in the air, like 
like kind of pointing kind of thing. And I remember we, we came out the meeting afterwards. I was like, I was like, Diesel, what, what, what was that? Man? Like, what happened there? Like, why'd you, because we, in the dressing room, we had that kind of relationship where you, we, we, you spoke about things and we were like, right. Like, you know, kind of how to deal with it. And then he was like, look, mate, he's like, I lost my man, but he's like, I learned when I was at QPR that usually there's no audio on the video. So you have to actually hold your hands up and point. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, it's called the video point. He's like, just put your hands up and point at someone, even if it's even if it's your fault trying to fuck down someone else. <laughs> I was like, flipping out. But yeah, I mean, you know, the at the time it was and when when you do come off the back of that last year, like you just think, oh, you can't wait for the next game. You're like, right, we need to put it right. But that that week is just like, yeah, it's not nice, not a nice place to be in. And then obviously the pressure from the fans and everything, it's like, you know, you you have to deal with that and I think we reacted we responded well to it and then yeah getting them insured i mean in 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 the final we it was weird we we didn't have to say it because we just like everyone knew yeah like going into it we're like yeah we knew what happened but we're fucking putting it right today kind of thing so it yeah. was just like that extra kind of do, um, do, do you almost think that stimo's team talk was was done for him in that final that yeah 100 he could have been yeah. he put a poster up at a seven nil and gone Right guy and revenge it. Yeah, yeah, no, he, he, he really didn't have to. I don't even remember what the team thought was because I, I don't, like, we didn't even need one, you know, yeah. going into it. It was like, you're, you're playing for all the marbles, you're at Wembley, you get promoted and you're playing against a side. And it was crazy as we're driving into Wembley, all the, the, the Shrewsbury fans that you pass and they were giving it the, all yeah. that kind of thing. So it was like, cannot wait to get out of that kind of thing. Yeah, obviously, yeah, you, you, we can talk about standout moments throughout the year. Um, but your one standout moment was under the arch, and and it it's actually of the day of recording. It is thirteen years to the day that you no put. Way. Yeah, it is thirteen years to the day no that you put that 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 ball in the back of the net. Um, which I mean, it's it's fitting that we're doing the podcast this afternoon, really, isn't it? Um, so yeah, Simeon, talk us through it. Talk us through it. Yeah, man. Um, just just. You mentioned it, speaking of, I'm getting goosebumps again, to be honest. Um, just what a day, man. The build-up, I mean, it's... People don't understand that even now with the playoffs and stuff, that that two-week gap almost between the last playoff game and then going to Wembley is like, it's a long time, man. Anything could happen. You're going into training, like, you're still trying to stay sharp and stay fit, but there's no games. And... You like you're thinking. I don't want to get injured. I don't. Want, you just there's so much that can happen in that time. Um, but then to finally get there and then you know seeing the sea of Jill's fans, man, it was crazy because we were like, we've only we only had max. I think what nine thousand at Priestfield. I think we got was for the Villa game maybe. Yeah, nine maybe ten. Yeah. And yeah. then you turn up there and there's like thirty or twenty plus thirty thousand. You're just like, wow. <laughs> Yeah. Like, where did everyone where did everyone come from kind of thing <laughs> uh, but no it was just it was just amazing man amazing and just my family there and um uh, my little daughter was there as well at times she was she was young and yeah to score it in injury time like the way it did and I look back on it now like I see clips of like me jumping over Grant Holt who I ended up playing with but like at the time Holt he was like the biggest guy in the air and I've somehow managed to get up there and redirect it like everything just 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 worked out perfect and even the guy on the line like he could have cleared it off the line but he missed time just ju- like there's just so many things that just went 
in that moment. Um, but yeah, just, just, just three. Yeah, because back. you were the first person to wheel away. Did you know straight away that 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 was in? Because obviously the rest of your teammates around you are still looking at the big screen. They're still. No, I, I didn't. I didn't know. I um. I just remember before before the it went out for a corner. I just remember knowing that the ball was going to be good because I knew Joshua would put a peach in, and I just thought, right, just wherever it goes, go and head it. That's what I said to myself. <laughs> so I just said, wherever it goes, just go and head it. And literally, I, I'm meant to be on the goalkeeper. And I literally just come <coughs> off and just kind of just jump and do whatever that was. And yeah, because I, I think I it it did. I think he did head it, or it came off his head, and then so I I wasn't sure. So I, if you watch it again, you see me. I look to like the linesman, but I didn't even see the linesman. I just see kind of Diesel running off. And then I'm just like, right, it must be kind of thing. So I've just wheeled off, just thinking, yeah, it's happened. Um, and yeah, just just smiles, man. I think I have a picture of um, of me running off and, and Diesel and, and Curtis behind. And um, I've got my feet are kind of like off the air, off the ground, sorry. And I was like, that just sums up the moment for me. It was just like, it just felt like you were flying, man. It was, yeah, amazing. You had to be uh, really patient in that game as well, didn't you? Because it's one of them where on another day we might have been out of sight by half time because we completely dominated the first half. Shrewsbury came into a little bit in the second half, but at the same time didn't really create anything. We had to wait a long time for that moment. Were you always confident it was going to arrive? I was just confident in my team. Honestly, man, I was I was confident in my team and like just the boys because the, the semi-finals, like... I remember the the first leg of the semis. Like I didn't, I didn't have a good game. I was. I remember coming off there thinking, "Crap, that was, I wasn't good. Um, didn't really get involved. Like it was just a weird game." And then before, before the second leg, I remember coming off the coach and all the boys were like, it's "Your day today. It's your day today." And I was like, "It's just something that just does something to you." Um, just knowing that you know that you have that kind of backing from from your teammates, and then. Wembley was the same, you know, boys were like, yeah, like, you know, do it again. You'll do it again. And, um, and yeah, the game was, yeah, we, we, we dominated from, from, from the first whistle. And I remember thinking like, this is, this isn't the same team we played early in the season. Like we were kind of, um, we were playing really well. I mean, yeah, for them, like they, they were night and day from, 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 um, from the first game we played the second, it, both games are different, but um, for us, we just, played our game and I just yeah just knew I'd get a chance I didn't know when it was going to come and you just because of that environment and just being at Wembley you just you just back yourself man you just you kind of just trying to be present and and as you say even though it didn't come to that last kind of minute you still just you know just ready just just eager to to to, to get a chance and even though it was a I didn't expect it to be a corner or a header to be honest if you'd asked me how I was going to score at Wembley I wouldn't have said that um so yeah just just yeah you can't yeah obviously yeah yeah it was a it was a fantastic party back at the back at the football club after and and obviously we had the parade then around around medway is yeah. there any stories that you can actually say on camera simian that, no, that, i've got loads which one you want um the, the funniest one is because i i actually miss i actually miss the parade which i look back now i'm like crap man that was it sucked but because i had um i had to go away with canada um yeah which was my first kind of um, my first uh, appearance for Canada was against Cyprus in Cyprus, um, so I flew out kind of like the, the, the next day. But then um, on the night, on the night, so apparently we uh, we were driving 
So we had to drive obviously from Wembley back to back to Priestfield and because that's where our, our cars are and stuff. And um, <laughs> apparently Kurt, so Curtis Weston must have was speeding back and uh, he gets pulled over by the by the coppers and um, he literally <laughs> apparently just said to the copper, he's like, they're like, oh, what's your name? He's like, oh, Simeon Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, like, oh, did you, uh, oh, you just were at Wembley? And he was like, yeah, 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 sorry, sorry. Like, I, I, you know, just the emotion. And then they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, kind of like let him off kind of thing. And I was like, you lucky bastard. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you ask the boys, there's probably dozens and dozens of stories that, you know, those moments when you get promoted, like, yeah. It's, it's That's just, awesome. Uh, that is brilliant. Obviously, yeah, we come back in the summer then. Um, spirits are high. Like, obviously, we've just been promoted at Wembley. Yeah. The fixtures have come out. We're then opening day, going to play our, our dear old rival Swindon Town at Priestfield. Um, did you know, Simeon, going into that fixture on the opening day, the history behind the fixture? I had no clue. I had no clue about the the um, the meaning behind it. But then I, I, I learned pretty quickly. I think it was like just the, the week of, really, because we were kind of preparing. And then I don't know how I got into conversation. I was, and then... I kind of heard a bit, I think it was Malcolm the Kitman, I was kind of sharing about kind of how it stemmed and, and what have you. Um, and yeah, and then I just remember on the day uh, thinking, yeah, like this is, it's a weird one because you think, oh, like Swindon's all the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. it is. Like how, yeah. But yeah, just just the atmosphere on the day and, and seeing how our fans are up for it. It was like, and I was on a just a double high from obviously from, from promotion and then being away with Canada and stuff and I just came back and I was like, yeah, I just was, was really looking forward to it. Yeah, and and obviously that opening day, yeah, 5-0, um, you know, at a hat trick. I mean, it, it couldn't have gone any better for you, could it? No, no, that, that summer, man, I was just like, yeah, purple patch was just brilliant, brilliant. Um, you know, starting off like that and then, you know, wanting to, to carry that on for, for the rest of the season. Yeah, and obviously the, 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 season, the season ended up going... The way we didn't want it to go, um, yeah. and, and we kind of just slid, didn't we? I, I spoke to Gary Richards last last week about this, and he, he put it down to the fact that he never partnered up with Kingy really mm-hmm. um, throughout the season. We never really got that spine of the team again. Mm-hmm. I don't think you you played much at all with with Dennis and Andy as mm-hmm. as the front three. It, it, it was it was just kind of all over the place, wasn't it? it, it in after we'd just been promoted, put it down into your words, almost what. In, yeah, in your opinion, what went wrong that that year? Yeah, yeah, it was it's hard, man. As you say, I think there's there's, there's loads of when you come off the back of of that high and then going into the next season, you, you kind of expect it to kind of keep going, um, and then you know you you kind of come up with the challenges, and you know I think even you know the likes of kind of Mark McCammon that came in, and you know we're kind of looking at stuff, and you're like. Wow, like you know, I would have, I would have loved to catch. You know, I think he got he got injured in in the preseason, um, and yeah, and then there was you know just just loads of things that just just didn't 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 happen. Um, and then you know you kind of you kind of go on that run and and you realize you're you're in the thick of it. But even even towards the end, we kind of still kind of you know expected us to kind of find that that magic or, you know, to kind of produce in, in those moments again. But it didn't. I remember kind of going into that uh, Wickham game and uh, 
missed a pen that game that game as well. And I'm thinking like, crap, like you just it's just one to the next, like just you know, kind of a, a downhill spiral. And it, it was it was sad to see really. And yeah, I was I was de- definitely disappointed, especially with the back end of that season and, and how it, how it worked out. I'd be interested to know more, especially because we've been relegated again this year. When you're a player in that situation in the final game of the season, you know, things aren't going for you within the game and you know what you've got to do. What, what's the mindset? Because obviously, from a fan's point of view, we're always expecting the players to keep going and give it all. But is there part of you when you're playing, you just think sometimes it just isn't going to be our day? No, no, not as a player, man. You, you always kind of... anything, Everything changes in football so quick. So you're always just being optimistic about what can happen and, and just staying positive and just saying, you know, right, I'm going to go out and, and do what I need to do and, and, and keep fighting for the cause. And I think we had that, but there was just, there was so much kind of a few inner dynamics that was, you know, kind of taking place. And it, it just, yeah, it, it, I, coming off of how it was the year before, we thought we'd kind of gotten past that, but it, there was still, there's still something that just, just wasn't right. And it, that's what happens, you know, it comes out on the pitch um, mm. in the end. Um, and yeah, I think, you know, just the players that were involved with that, it does kind of, it stands out just like the complete opposite in terms of seasons, you know, kind of, you know, going from getting ready, getting promoted and then getting ready again. You're like, you can't write it, man. Like, Yeah. And obviously, obviously that was, that was the end of, of Stimo. Um, as Jules manager, you you ended up playing for him in a, in a total of two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just sum up your time as, as uh, under Mark Stimson at the Jules. What, what was he like as a gaffer? Yeah, I, lo- I loved him, man. I loved him. I um, still keep in touch with him. Um, spoke to him a little while ago, actually, um, a few months ago now. But um, yeah, I think what what he did for me in in terms of my career and and giving me that confidence and you know kind of bringing me to the club, you know, bringing me to the club, giving me the opportunity to play, play at that level. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful for that and just wanted to, to make the best of it. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I think he was, he was very around, you know, kind of attacking and, and, and wanting to play a, a decent, decent brand of football, which I, I think we did. And we, you know, we had, had the players to do so. Um, Unfortunately, we you know we weren't able to to do that um, in League One and, and continue on his reign. But um, yeah, I think you know every 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 kind of spell or team kind of has their kind of window. And you know, I think ours ours was just that you know season and a half and, and, and you know getting that success to try and try and focus on that. Even though there's two relegations in there, you still try and just focus on on the um, on the positive. But um, yeah, I mean, I've not got a bad word to say about it. You did um, manage to, to get the move at the end of... It turned out to be actually quite a, quite a good deal for both parties because obviously we brought in Cody McDonald who scored a lot of goals for us the year after you, you left and obviously it gave you the platform to go to Norwich. Yeah. You got another promotion there. I know there's a very, very famous game with, uh, with Norwich supporters, a 3-2 against Derby where I think you, you scored a hat-trick in that game as well, didn't you? And then I just want to ask mainly just because this is obviously a Jill's podcast, we're not too familiar with everything that happened at Norwich, but coming from non-league, it must have been like a, a dream achieved to play in the Premier League. Like, must have been beyond expectation, surely. But oh, what was that oh. feeling like the first, time you, the first time you stepped out onto a Premier League pitch? Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's just, yeah, goosebumps again, man, when you, when you think about it. Um, you know, coming from non-league and then playing for, it's crazy, like, for me, coming from Canada, playing for teams that 
I kind of knew about before I even got here kind of thing. So, you know, kind of playing for Jules as a, as a, as a, as a schoolboy and, and then coming back to playing the first team and having success in the first team um, and for the club. And then, you know, kind of getting that move to Norwich, that was, yeah, I, I, I didn't, I can't say I didn't see it coming because I knew there was interest and, and, you know, kind of um, I'd spoken to them and, and knew that it was potentially going to happen, but same sort of thing. It, it took a while to happen and you, you're never actually sure. And, you know, when I spoke to to the chairman, uh, I spoke to Scully a few times and he was like, yeah, same sort of thing, just making sure he gets the right deal. And, and you know, it's nothing personal. You, you know, he's happy for me to move on, but it needs to be the right deal. And, you're just like, oh crap, you don't know. But um, yeah, to 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 get the move and and then go on and, and play in the Premier League and come out and play against the best players in the world, it, it all just you know you feed back on your on your FA Cups against you know your Villas and and, and playing in those games and and then you realise like oh like no I, I'm actually here I can actually do this um, yeah it's just the best feeling in the world man best best feeling in the world brilliant brilliant. Um, yeah, Simeon, you've been you've been excellent this afternoon. Um, we, we can't thank you enough. Just just to wrap it up, obviously you're over at or you you are over at Chelmsford, um, still playing National League South football. Um, so you're keeping kind of a close. You're not you're not that far from Jules. Um, not that far. Not that far. I was actually made, I was in Maidstone the other day, and fair play to them for yeah. getting promoted. But it was nice to kind of come back down and just be in the area. And I was like, yeah, I know down here. Yeah. yeah, they're obviously back in League Two, where 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 um. Where obviously you've got them out of Neil Harris in charge now. Just give us your thoughts and, and feelings ahead of, ahead of the new new campaign under under Neil Harris. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you know, if he's allowed to go and, and, and build a team that he wants to build, I'm I'm sure he'll be able to bring bring success to the club. You know, I I know I know Chopper quite well, and yeah, you know, he's 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 a top guy. You see what he's done, um, you know, the club he's been at so far and his experience. So, um, yeah, you know, you'd, you'd like to think that. It's it's in it's in good hands and and I'm sure he'll he'll be able to to do well um, with with the squad that he can build for, for for next season. So um yeah I mean you always I was, I was speaking to Josh when we played when I played Billy Ricky the other day and we were like you know we didn't think it was going to happen but sometimes you know that, that that's football and um, just hopefully club can turn it around and, and kick on and get promoted again that'd be great. Yeah, brilliant. This is, last, this is the last one for me. Just quickly, I've not actually asked anyone we've talked to from the promotion season about this yet. But you said everything went for you that game at Wembley. Yeah, it wasn't a corner, was it? It weren't. It weren't. <laughs> this is the thing. <laughs> you look back on it, it weren't. But we got it, and like everything just just went in your favour. It's just yeah, unbelievable. unbelievable. Brilliant. And there we go. It wasn't a corner, but it doesn't matter because we got we, Simeon and managed to score the goal. So. Anyway, what a brilliant way to round it off. You've been listening to the ME7 podcast with our promotion winner, Simeon Jackson.